Good morning and welcome to Water and Stone. My name is Dieter Randolph. And I am Jenny Randolph. And this is the last part of our Meaning Fulfilled series. Right. And it's based off <laughs> of this- Ask for it by name. Right. No. And, it's, and it has all been based off of Dieter's brand new book, um, which is amazing. If you haven't pre-ordered it yet, go and get yours. There's lots of ways that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can uh, pre-order it on Amazon. It's available for pre-order on uh, in paperback. That'll be out September first. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Kindle right now. There's a couple of other ways you can you can get the book as well. The best thing to do is go to my website waypastok.com and there's links to all that stuff. But I want you to know that a number of people have already read the book, and uh, I've actually been on a bunch of podcasts about it, and and a lot of the people interviewing me have read the book yep. too, and. I'm just overwhelmed with all of the positive feedback. So thank you very much. I'm so glad that people are reading the book and applying the principles and it's making a difference in people's lives. And so that's just, that's what it's all about. And so it's uh, it's really, really exciting. And for the last few weeks, we have been kind of picking it apart. And if you know our pattern, we started the pattern last month, even the series before this one. And the idea is that Dieter does a workshop kind of class format. And be standing up and talking. Yeah, at the beginning of the month. And then the next time is he and I talking about just the overall idea, the overall principle of what we're talking about. And then last week we were talking about what it means for you on the inside. And today we'll be talking about, okay, now that I have it figured out for myself, what does that mean for my world, my family, my friends? How do I take what I'm feeling and what I've worked on in myself and express it out into the world? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. It's the old, it's the Trinity. It's, you know, Mind, idea, expression, Father, Son, Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. And if you remember the three basic ideas of water and stone, God is good, you You are are good, good. go Go do do good. good. Right. Everything, I know I just, I, I beat it into the ground, but it's really, really important because you need to have those three levels to your life. Everything works on those levels. So there's this God is good. You have the big idea. That big idea applies to you. That means that you are good, but it doesn't matter until you go do good. There's a lot of places you can go to get good ideas and just feel good and comforted inside the cloistered environment of your own comfort zone. But there's something amazing that happens when you go execute on those ideas, go do something about it. The world is made out of people just like you and me. And so today we're gonna be talking about not just having a meaningful life for yourself, but a meaningful situation, a meaningful world that works for everybody. everybody. Right. So with that in mind, let's get going with our opening prayer. God is and I am. I stand on holy ground. Right here and right now, there is truth. Right here and right now, there is freedom. Right here and right now, there is life. This is who I am. I am ready. From now on, I speak the truth. From now on, I choose freedom. From now on, this is my life. The unstoppable love of God prepares the way. I am ready. And so it is. Amen. Amen. And as we get going, you got something to say. I got something to say because because you went right into the prayer before I was going to say it. But, you know, you apologize sometimes for the repetitiveness of, of the lessons. And there are some things that we talk about over and over again, but as you were talking about it, um, 
it reminded me of when you play an instrument. Okay. For example, you can know all of the theory about piano, you know, so, and I was thinking about myself and let me, let me explain. I am going somewhere with this. I promise. So I used to play the piano a lot, especially when I was younger. And then the kids came along and they both learned how to play piano and I played flute, piano, violin, and I can still play a little bit. Mm -hmm. I still know the ideas behind it and things like that, but I'm nowhere near what I used to be it's not as in your fingers anymore because so you don't have the quote unquote muscle memory. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't think it's necessary to apologize for the repetitiveness because I view it as practicing an instrument. And if you don't practice your instrument every day, every week, you will lose what it feels like to play, how it feels, what it sounds like. And I think these lessons are so much like that. Yeah, we talk about them a lot and yeah, there are there is a lot of connective tissues in everything that we talk about, but it's so important in practice, just like just like in an instrument. Otherwise, you're going to lose how it feels mm-hmm. in your life, in your heart, in your mind. And, you know, obviously the kids are both brilliant music teachers and they've way surpassed any of my talent that I, that I even had, you know, when I used to play. And like I said, I could probably sit down at a (laughs) piano right now and, and clunk out a a song here and there, but, but because I am not practiced in it. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the funny thing about it is I have the intellectual wherewithal. I know how the piano works. I know where my hands are supposed to go. I can think about the whole thing. I know how the whole thing works. I know where you're supposed to do. I could read the music. But it's so much different in the doing it. Well, and and I wanted to just to, to open that up yeah. because I know that's what we're talking about today. Well, we're talking about the go do. There's a couple. Of th- there's it. a couple of things in there. I mean, first of all, yeah, go do a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, both of our kids are music teachers, and I hear them do their lessons because everybody's working from home. I mm-hmm. hear my son. Um, you know, Raina is is living somewhere else now, but I hear my son Miles. Teaching, he's your son too. I'm oh, sure that's all right. That. Um, I'll, I'll claim him for today. <laughs> Let's see how he does tomorrow. Um, he might be yours tomorrow, but I, I claim him on the good day. So <laughs> I'll hear him talking to his students, and it's it's the same thing that he has to work through with them. Which is, it's great that you know this, but you have, have to, to practice. practice. Yeah. And so part of it is yes, absolutely repetition. But one of the things that made me think of too is a related concept, and that is to say that the truth is simple. I know that that seems straightforward, but really think about that. If it's true, it's simple. When you love somebody, you just love them. It ain't complicated. You can complicate it with ego things and attachment Well, and you can and, pile on right. all kinds of but have-tos, want-tos, you know, exactly and, and stipulations. Zero, exactly yeah. zero of that stuff is love. It's all ego or something along those lines. It's not love. Love is very simple. Inspiration is very simple. Joy is very simple. Truth, beauty, honor, you name it. If it's important, it's simple. Mm -hmm. When you think about it on the other end of things, one of the characteristics of a lie is attention to detail. The last time you caught somebody in a lie, why were you late? Oh, well, you see, the, the car broke down and I was hit by a train and then their Zeppelin went over and then the, there was no Such electricity an and I was yeah, Amish story. for five minutes and my yeah. phone didn't work. And then Steve Jobs returned from, from the next dimension in living and took my iPhone away. I mean, it's always these incredible yeah. tales. But when something's true, it's just true. Yeah. 
you don't need to gild the lily. And so think about that in the context of your life. When you know something's true, it just is true. And think about that in the context of religiosity. Because it's very, very easy to get yourself into a situation where you go, I can't get there spiritually unless I have faced the four directions and said the different sayings and I'm wearing the right thing and I did the right thing on the right day of the year and it's the equinox and everybody's, you know, scented appropriately and there's all of these things in the hokey pokey and everything is, else. Is anybody ever scented appropriately? I, I don't know. If you have to ask. <laughs> if you have to But you know what ask. I mean? It's The thing is, I think that it's very, very easy to think that somewhere in all of the complexity, the truth will come out. But the truth about the truth is that the more layers you add, the yeah. more passion it is. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's just physics, right? So the more you complicate things, the further you are away from a genuine experience. So what I'm trying to say with all of that is when you really think back, if you go back and watch all of the Sunday lessons that I've delivered at Water and Stone, all of the things that we talk about, all of the things that we share in one way or another, it, they're all another way of me saying, God is good you're good, go do good. Mm -hmm. That's it. Now, it bears repetition, just yeah. like you say. It's not something to apologize for. We have to keep talking about it right. and unpacking it in the same way that that you're not done loving somebody. Well, I love you. It's simple. We're done now. No, the love is eternal, right? And there's always more to think about and explore. And it's like that. But again, it's a matter of practice. It's mm -hmm. a matter of keeping it in, it in your in your four, you know, in the foreground of your life to, mm -hmm. you know, and it, and, and it deserves focus because yeah. it does, it does take, especially in this world that is just so noisy, right? And there's so many distractions and there are so many opportunities to pile on the, the stuff. It's, right. it's easy. It's easy to get buried and it's easy. Again, going back to the instrument analogy and the playing analogy there's a million reasons not to practice right you but know the thing i is, always i always found him when i was first learning i'm like sure. well you know yeah. I don't, but and the thing is too that you're never done with music you don't yeah. go i've done music right i've done yoga i solved yeah. it yeah. i've done love i've done eating i've done you're no, never I'm, done I'm, it's yeah. an ongoing yeah. process you don't get i did religion yeah. Unless you're, you have an issue and an ax to grind. But, even, is, but I would argue even then, you're still doing, you're it. Still doing it. You're just doing it under different labels in an, another context. But what I'm trying to say is it's important to understand. And this is one of the things that I mentioned in the book. If it's meaningful, it's never done. Mm -hmm. And that might scare some people watching this because I think that we're sort of conditioned and trained to believe that the important things are things you can check off of the list. I listen to all the self-help tapes. I've done happiness. I've done success. Well, you're never done. You know that. But there are people who think I'm, I've done these things and therefore I deserve to be happy. We talked a little bit about mm -hmm. that uh, last time. But the truth is that nothing important is ever done. You're not done with love. You're not done with inspiration. You sure as heck aren't done with God. So ask yourself in this moment, this is a homework moment. Ask yourself in this moment, how many things in my life that, that get my attention, that get space between my ears and in my heart and all that, that I give time to, how many things on my list 
are things that can be accomplished and solved and put away. And how many things are eternal and ongoing? And just like we've said previously, the more you devote yourself to things that are eternal, the more you experience eternity. I mean, it, that's just how it works. You want to experience something bigger than yourself, then maybe you need to stop thinking about your life as something that you can check off of a list and just be done with because there's no done. There's no done. You are part of infinity. So stop having done as a goal. I think that this is really important and it's especially important as we get into what we're going to talk about today because it's important to understand that you are on a journey we all are. We've talked about your life as a hero's journey and a heroic tale mm -hmm. and all that. You're on a journey and I want you to enjoy the ride. I want you to see yourself as someone who's on that journey and that's beautiful. But I also want you to see the journey as something that is never ending. It's so easy to get caught up in finish lines. You know, we talk yeah. about this a lot. And, and I'm not going to go into it any more than to just to say, you know, as well as I do, that when you reach a horizon, all you see is another horizon. Well, and now, you know? and this is where I come in and and soften that idea a little bit because I do think that it is absolutely okay to go through transitional periods in your life and pause for a moment. Yeah. I don't think that you always have to be because moving, and there is a there is a. You can well. Let me clarify. You can't help but move forward, but I think that there is real peace and real strength in when a door is closed, when there's something going on in your life, to just be in that moment and not be thinking about anything else, about moving forward, about progressing. It's okay to to beat this analogy into the ground, to step off of the road that you're traveling on for just a time and, and enjoy the place that you are. Well, but the thing is, you know, you know the, what I mean? Yeah, I do. But the place that you're on is in motion too. The piece that we're looking for is the surfer's piece. You're standing in what appears to be you're standing still, but you're in motion and you're enjoying yeah, the ride. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. the thing. I, I want us to be the kind of people who don't crave the stagnation, but rather we crave the stillness in the heart of motion. And that sounds overly poetic, but you know what I mean? Like I said, it's the surfer's piece. It, that is what we're looking for. It's that moment because here's the deal about every hero's journey. The hero's journey, including your journey, is not out to something. It's not a straight line. The hero's journey is always a circle. Every trip, this is the thing, every trip is a trip back home. Now, we've said previously that you can start to forgive other people if you really believe, oh, wait a minute, they're just trying to get home, just like mm -hmm. I'm trying to get home. Mm -hmm. Remember, we talked about the idea that that it might be that somebody else's definition of home is a little bit dysfunctional. It might also be that somebody's way of getting home is a little bit messed up and not super healthy. But at the end of the day, everybody's trying to get home. So we don't work on the motivation. It's a healthy motivation. We work on the means. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to do to do that? So what I'm trying to say is your journey is a journey all the way back home. And specifically, and this is the thing that you see in every hero's journey, the Joseph Campbell arc, you know, mm -hmm. if you look at the hero's journey and all those steps, he draws it like a big circle too. And that last step is what he calls the return with the elixir. In other words, I've come back with 
the fix. You know, think about, uh, I don't know, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know, he comes back and he's he's brought life back to the village. Right. You know, the idea of when you see Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars Episode Four, the first one, the one that came out in the 70s, he is back in a situation where he's with a bunch of people who love him in a community and things are fixed. It's always a return home. And I think that that's important because so often... We're taught that your goal is to go out as the rugged individual, the cowboy alone on the plane or whatever, to be by yourself. And that's just not how it works. Your goal ought to be, how can I come back and help somebody? And that's a big deal because at the end of the day, you know all the affirmations and you know what you need to know about prayer and you know these well, again, things. It, it's it goes back to the repetition. You know, you hear us talk about it all the time. You read and, and you're, you know, we read it in the stories. We watch it in the movies. There is that repetition. But again, the repetition is important, but you know this stuff. Yeah. And so yeah, you, you really do. And, and, and you know it deep in your bones. Yeah. And so the yeah. thing is, but it's just like knowing, intellectually knowing a piano scale. Right. The thing is, you have to do something about it. And specifically, what you have to do about it is take it home. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, if you are feeling waterlogged spiritually, or you just want to get to the next level of this stuff, it doesn't have to be complicated. There's no payment plan involved. You don't get a special garment. There's nothing like that. If you are feeling like you want to do something about this, the next thing to do is go help somebody. Mm -hmm. That's it. Go help somebody. And I'm not talking about making a convert. This is important. You've heard me say many, many times. I cannot believe that God cares about brand recognition. Right. I I love the idea that, that people all over the world are watching this video and listening to this and thinking about water and stone specific stuff. That's awesome. I love that, of course, you know. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the convert I want to make is I want to convert somebody to the idea that kindness is important. I want to convert somebody to the idea that they've got something in their heart that they need to explore. That's the conversion that changes the world. And so what I'm saying is go help somebody. Don't go force your beliefs on somebody, but rather empower somebody else to move forward in their lives. Remember last month we talked about investing in somebody's success. Mm -hmm. It's that. How can you help somebody? You don't know what to do. I, I can't figure out how to pray. I can't figure out how to talk to God. I can't figure out how to get there spiritually. I can't figure it out. Go help an old lady across the street or the equivalent in your life. Go serve at the Ronald McDonald House. It's one of the reasons why back before the uh, the quarantine at Water and Stone, every month we were out there doing something. Yeah. And a lot of the people watching this were part of some of those somethings. You know, we'd put on our Water and Stone t-shirts and we'd go out there into the yeah. world. But remember, if you were ever there shoulder to shoulder with us at Habitat for Humanity or at the Humane Society or at the food bank or at the soup kitchen or at Ronald McDonald House or at any of the places that we went, we were never proselytizing. Mm -hmm. We were never saying, okay, now I'm going to feed you if you agree to my seven-point salvation plan or whatever. It doesn't work that way. Instead, the idea is I'm just here to love. Yeah. And hopefully in other people seeing that someone just wants to love without any kind of strings or attachment or requirements, that they'll want to do that too. And bit by bit, that's how the world gets changed. So once again... 
if you want to grow spiritually or if you can't figure out what the next thing to do is in order to move forward, you're feeling lost, in other words, just go help somebody. It doesn't have to be complicated because, once again, love is not complicated. Go help somebody. It's the way to unpack and get yourself free and to move on to the next level. And at the same time, it's also proof that you're on the next level. You know, the idea is that if you've got something inside of you, it has to come out. If you really have love in your heart, you've got to do something about it. So one way or another, maybe the problem, maybe the stoppage is, is you. I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody say, you know, I just can't seem to get prosperity going in my life. Are you giving? I just can't seem to have love go in my life. Have you shown anyone that you love them? Are you a loving person? Or are you just waiting for somebody to love you first? Yeah. Well, you give, you know? you give what you need, right? That's the thing. You That's give, the deal. You give, what you, you give what you need or you give what you want more of because as usual, it is, it is this practice of this cycle. And, and I love the circle, the mm -hmm. Joseph Campbell circle, you know, where you're, you're coming home and you go out, you figure it out and you bring it back home to the rest of your family. And, and you do that by living these, living this way and living yeah. as an example, not going out and trying to sell somebody, but just being your genuine self and just being this super awesome person in the world. And things will change yeah, and it doesn't, have to. it doesn't feel that way. A lot of times it doesn't feel like my tiny life, you know, amounts to a hill of beans. But the truth is, is that go watch bugs life. Once <laughs> seriously, <laughs> yeah, once, once true. we realize that all these little things and all these little ants and all these little lives make a difference, we can, you know, get rid of all of the horrible grasshoppers in our life. But, but, <laughs> well, but honestly, but the thing is, I mean, I you know, know I, we yeah. laugh and it's, and it, and again, these are simple, these are simple truths and, and there are, there's reasons that they're in children's cartoons. Right. Well, know? and the thing is, if you think about every science fiction movie you ever saw about time travel, will say, you know, if you just talk to one person or change something or move where a car is parked, a butterfly flapping its wings can affect the weather on the other side of the planet. You know, you've heard all of that before, but the truth is that every single moment of every single life has the potential to change everything. Mm -hmm. So this isn't about how big the impact right. is. This is about understanding that, that we're just going to help somebody. And but it's time, also about understanding your personal responsibility in it because if you are, well, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to. It's, it's me time. It, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have the same kind of impact. And if you're putting that responsibility on, well, somebody else can be nice today. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Well, I've, what that I've, means is that maybe you're not so... It means that you're not enjoying being nice. Right. If well, you, if you have a, no, seriously. No, no, I know. If I you, was going to double, I was going to double down on it to where if you have to take a break from it, it means that you're tired. And as we usually say, if your life is making you tired, that's not the way that this is. Because this God is. doesn't get tired. Exactly. If you are having to go, you know what? Somebody else can be nice today. Then you need to find a different way to be nice. Because if being nice wears you out, then maybe it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, Think no, about but it. I, 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 and then, you know, I'm, this flies again, in the I'm, face I'm of, laughing yeah. because I've had those days where my nice has been quote unquote used up and I'm just like, 
I got no more today. And I this, got this, somebody else can do it. Cause, well, and this cause it, hap- up an interesting it, it does point. happen to all of us. Sure. And it and doesn't allowed, make, and it doesn't make you a bad person no. and it doesn't make you You're allowed to get than. tired. You're right. allowed to get tired. It's okay. I understand. We're all growing, but by and by, as we grow, we will more and more start to grow from a place of, wait a minute, there is an inexhaustible wellspring of love and plenty and truth and life in my heart and in fact nowhere else but inside of me and by and by i will learn how to live and give and love and be from that place i'm not saying it happens overnight of course it doesn't we've got a a lot of unlearning to do this flies in the face of every calgon take me away commercial (laughs) and every little bit of theology where you have been told the world is a terrible place and you've got to make build a big wall. Every self-help book that said you got to go take yours and assert yourself to other people and be confrontational and, and whatever. Once you, and once you have it, protect it with everything yeah, you have. Put a hedge around it. And so you the know? thing is that none of that works. Mm-mm. And all of those people are unhappy and none of them have functioning lives. It does not work yeah. that way. Now, it might be that that you need to unlearn some stuff and figure that out. That's awesome. It might also be that you need to work on how you're being nice, how you're loving your neighbor, for example. And it might be that there are healthier ways, easier ways for you. Maybe you'll grow into some of those ways later on. Maybe not. But one way or the other, the idea here is this. I think that we're taught for all kinds of reasons and in all kinds of places, religious, secular, and whatever, we're taught that the way of the world is, you know, cruelty and separation mm-hmm. and isolation. And you got to do things by the sweat of your brow and all of that kind of thing. And everything is supposed to be hard. And that's just the way of the world. But what I need you to know with me is that there is no such thing as the way of the world. The world is made out of people just like you and me. And so the way of the world is what we decide together. Mm-hmm. Now, There are many, many people who have decided on selfish things and dysfunctional things and materialistic things. It's true, but majority rules. So what are you voting for with your conduct? And you know, each and every person watching this, and we know in our lives that you can have a little moment, just an exchange with a barista at a coffee shop or a waiter or a waitress or somebody walking down the street or somebody lets you into traffic or whatever. You can have a small moment that inspires you to go, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit better today. You can decide that and you can be that. That's what we're talking about. There is no way of the world except that we decide what the world is going to be together. So ask yourself, and maybe this is something to put on the post-it note that you put on your bathroom mirror in the morning. What kind of world shall I make today? Mm -hmm. Because every thought, every word, Every action builds a brick in that building. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Can you be what you want? Well, the other day in preparation for um, this service, this discussion, we were talking about, again, it's really important to know why you do the things that you do. Mm. And that kind of fits in with what you just said about what kind of world do you want? What kind of building are you building with your community and your family and yourself, but also that motivation about why do you do the things that you're doing? And we used a skiing analogy (laughs) and it, and it actually really, it actually really worked. And I think one of the reasons that Dieter and I love 
movies and books and stories and and we use visual stuff all the time visual representations and uh-huh. um is because i think you and i are both visual and so if you can, can picture and so if we can picture it in our head ah ha ha i got it i'm a little slow today i got it though never <laughs> but if we can picture it in our heads it sometimes makes more sense, at least to me. And yeah. I think you and I have, have well, that that's everybody. I mean, think about Jesus's parables. He's right. always like, okay, can you see this? Can you see it's this? Like this? It's like this. That's right. every parable. And so, you know, I, but we were talking about the skiing analogy. Well, the point of skiing is not to get to the bottom of the hill, right? That's what happens. Mm-hmm. But you take a skiing class. You don't take a getting to the bottom of the hill class. Right. That's no fun. Right. right. You start there. The point, of, right? Yeah. The, the the point of golf is to be back at the clubhouse with the same ball you started with, right? right? And yet the the game itself is hitting it away from yourself. Carlin's got a whole routine about that. There's no point, right? If you look at it in a linear way, stop looking at your life in a linear right. way. The point of dancing, as Alan Watts says, is not to get to a specific point in the room. This is the deal. The point of the dance is the dance. The point of skiing is just skiing. And I have to say that that came up for me the other day. We were driving down the street, and there's a there's a church not far from here. They had a sign on the on the road talking about you know the next Sunday lesson or whatever, and it said that they were offering a class in abundance. Mm-hmm. And I almost wrecked the car rolling my eyes. Because the thing is, abundance is, that's getting to the bottom of the hill. Right. Abundance, prosperity is a byproduct. It's not the goal. Right. Any more than the bottom of the hill is the goal in skiing. Mm-hmm. Be real careful about this. Because if your your thing, your motivation for being in a spiritual moment is what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. That's not great, really. That's ego. That's comfort zone thinking. That's uh, that's. But I love I love turning that and saying instead of what am I going to get, what am I building? Yeah. And I I love the difference. What am I building? And, it, and it's what such and giving, it's it is know? yes it it is a very small difference, but it's an important difference. Yeah. So please don't have your goal be abundance because you know what when you think about it. The universe is really good at abundance. And infinity. The yeah. universe is good at, at abundance and infinity. So it might as well be a course in breathing. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh. Leave it to us in the right. 21st century to complicate things that come naturally. Yeah. And to miss the point colossally. Bless their hearts, those people that are doing that. And I get it. Their hearts are in the right place and all that. But well, it's like that's not the way, well, man. Well, it's the industrial revolution, right? So we take... We take the bread that we make from beautiful, wonderful grains, and then that has to be made that, with that love. That has because to be made with a, love. We take all of the good stuff out of mm-hmm. it and make Wonder Bread, but then everybody gets sick, and so we decide to keep the Wonder Bread but we and then go it, ahead and put the vitamins artificially back in, right? Instead of just going back to making good the bread. actual grains, right? You and, know, and you so, know, there's, and, there's and something to be said it, for that. There really is, but and, that, that's the difference. Is, but once you, the the point is, is that once you start that process. If you're not careful, it's layer upon layer upon layer. And then somebody has to come along and say, stop it. Yeah. Well, stop and the that. thing is that that go somebody back, go is, back and do whatever. That somebody is God. Right. That somebody is life because you get to the place where you can't experience anything because there's so many layers of abstraction mm-hmm. between you and whatever is meaningful. Um, you make the wonder bread because you're interested in the destination. The destination is I want to sell a lot of bread. Right. Right. Instead of the destination being... I want to create good bread. 
You see the difference? Mm -hmm. You know, the idea is I want to be good at this thing because it's worth being good at instead of I want to be good at this thing because I want to get something out of Mm -hmm. it. Don't let your life be a class in abundance or success or any of those things. Happiness, that's a byproduct. And the byproduct is going to happen when you just like skiing, so to speak. Mm -hmm. What can you do to just be in the moment to share something instead of thinking about what you're going to get out of it. You know, maybe if your goal is just, I'm going to have a little me time, you're leaving something out. Because remember we talked about last week, one of the gifts that you're given is a gift of tribe, right? How can you honor your tribe? How can you help somebody? How can you give something forward, pay it forward, so to speak? How can you do that? Because it's going to help you enjoy the journey that never ends a lot more. In other words, it's going to help you uh, stop missing the point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing is, we've talked about a lot of ideas. We've given you some stuff to write down. I hope that you've picked up a copy of the book, ask for it by name. And in the book, there's at the end of every chapter, there's, there's question helps and there's little bullet points that remind you, look at, there's a recap at the end of every chapter and all that. <laughs> I, I wrote that because I wanted you to learn these things. I wanted to give you something to well, chew Well, and on. also you're, you're, uh, <clears throat> you, you write in margins and you're always underlying things in yeah. your books and stuff like that. So I think it was important for you to have a place for people to do that add their notes mm-hmm. and and the recap and, was important. And here's me going, here's the things that I think you should remember. Yeah. And here's some questions for to work on. So I hope you do that. I hope you write down when I say, and I say it a lot, here's something I think you should write down, right? I hope you write them down. I hope you get the ideas, right? It's important, but the truth is you've got this by now. Mm-hmm. You know the ideas, mm-hmm. you've thought this through. The question is, How do you feel? That's the thing to work on now, because as we said at the beginning of our conversation today, the ideas, they're not that complicated. I can offer you a million ways to try and figure this out, and I got a million more. But at the end of the day, this is not complicated. It's not about what you think. It's about how do you feel? Well, and last week we talked about, and I think we've been talking about this the whole time, about nouns and verbs. Right. There's been a lively you know, grammatic discussion on the YouTube channel about nouns versus nouns, verbs. verbs, adverbs, adjectives, whatever. But really, honestly, and and I we think, should unpack our adjectives. Oh, I love Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> I know all the songs. I really Same. do. What's your fa- what's your favorite one? I think it's about verbs. Oh, see, mine That's is what's happening. Three, three, three yeah. is the magic number. Anyway, anyway, no, but we we really were talking about it, and and we came upon the correlation of that the intellect, the thought process are the equivalent of the nouns uh, uh, in your life. It's important to have the nouns. It's important to have the thoughts. It's important to have the ideas. But we want you to do the verbs. And the verbs are how you feel. Right. So the verbs and you know it's what I mean? Action. And it's it is the, the action. Experience. It's, it's the, the feeling. It's, it's, it's that. Exactly. I'm not here to sell you nouns. Right. You know, I, I want you to explore your verbs. And we talked about this before, but let's, let's really get into it because here's the thing. You can memorize 
all the affirmations mm-hmm. in the same way you can memorize a, a piano scale. And that's a, that's valid and that's important in some ways. Right. But you don't actually learn it until you experience it. You don't learn the scale by looking at the notes on a sheet of music. You learn the scale by playing the scale, right? It becomes less of an intellectual process and more of an experiential process. Life is like that. I I can't tell you how many times people contact me in person, email, text, social media, whatever, and say, I want to do this thing called life. You know, they say it in different words, but that's the essence of it. And so I basically have to find a way to say, Okay, so so do it. Well, I, I think I think you know, a lot of I think a lot of your job is giving permission. A lot of people and it's an important and, job. And it's, it's an important job because I think a lot of people don't know that they're allowed. It's that, so funny, and, it, and it's true because because they've been taught their whole lives that they're not allowed. Right. That there are ways that there are, there's an order to life. There are ways that you should do things and. It's really funny that we're in this position because from the beginning of our relationship together, we did everything out of order. We did everything (laughs) backwards and upside down. And and, here we are. And here we are. And it's okay. Which is funny because to a lot of people, we're the closest thing they can point to of, you know, Ward and June Cleaver. We seem like the status quo, but we've done everything backwards. We've done everything backwards. So you can't... (laughs) Who starts a church? You know... We got yeah, married crazy. early. We had kids early. We did, you know, you name no, it. We've it, done it, it weird. Yeah, every, but, like I said, we've done weird, we, we had weird ideas, done weird my, things, here's gone my weird take places. Away. Here's my takeaway from all of that. And that is that, yes, there is an order to the universe. There is a divine order, as we like to say. But here's the thing. You are not the keeper of that order. Nope. Any more than it's your job to tell your heart to beat. Any more than it's your chop, your job to make sure that gravity is a property of mass. Isn't that freeing it's not, though? Isn't that doesn't that feel good? Well, it gets you out of your ego like, stuff. Oh, so the thing is, I don't is, have to be responsible for it. You want to me, break? That's, that's you want to break? You want some me time? Mm-hmm. You can start by going. Wait a minute. There are parts of my life that I don't need to be in control yeah, of. I can't control if somebody else loves me. Right. I can't control. The, the beating of my heart, I can't control the order of the universe. That's God's job. Mm-hmm. And if you want a break, maybe that vacation can come from you going, I'm going to be in charge of what I'm in charge of, right. which is how I behave, how I think and how I feel and what I do. I'm not in charge of what else is going to happen. The thing is, you know, all of the affirmations, probably you've read most of the self-help books. You've, you know, you've done the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I'm glad you do that. It's wonderful. I do it too. Well, you need, but, and, and it is, it is a part of it, right? Yes. It's a, it's a part but it's, of it, it's but it's only not, a little bit of it. Yeah, it's I think not most people point. think that, that learning the affirmations and going to the classes and doing the thing and reading the books, I think most people think it's all of it, but I'm here to tell you, it's like maybe 8% of it. Everything else is about what you do about it. When you think about it, you've got all the ideas. You know how many people come to me and go, I've got all the ideas, but my life doesn't work? That's kind of the thing. Boys and girls, that's the thing. People come to me all the time. And and one of the things I hear in different different, uh, vocabulary, but in essence, it's I know all the ideas, but my life doesn't work. Well, here's the thing. It comes down to what are you doing about it? Are you giving? Are you tithing? Are you loving? Are you living? Are you showing somebody? Are you helping somebody? You realize that I think 
I'm a child of God. And I think that, that people are good. And I think that I'm entitled to abundance and infinity. And I think this and that and the other. But you know what? You know by now because you can think that all the live long day. And it doesn't change your life. This is a big deal. Because I'm not here to prescribe a set of affirmations. I think there's a lot of places you can go in the new thought world where they say, oh, you just think a different thought and it'll fix it. You know that that doesn't work. It's not about what you think. It's about how you feel. You begin to realize that I think all these things about myself and it doesn't matter. What you think about yourself is not really that important compared to what you feel about yourself. And if you really know that, you can start to explore the places yes. that feel like a child of God. Boy, lean into that, and that's when things start to change for you, yeah. right? But it also unlocks something important, too, and that is that what I think about myself is not all that important. I'm going to let that go. But it also means that, you know what? What other people think about me, not that important either. Yeah. We can start to interact with one another yeah. And live and love one another. And be genuine. Yeah. If, if, if you don't care, there is a dangerous freedom yeah. when you, when you right. don't care what other people think of you. Yeah. I, and I'm not going to be defined by this, right. this, this thought process, by this thing that goes on between your ears. I'm a creature of feeling. And so are you. Yep. And I'm going to share the brilliance and beauty and love that's in my heart. And that, my friends, is the beginning of meaning. So I ask you today. Share your heart with somebody. You know all this stuff. What do you feel? How can you share that with somebody? How can you be open? How can you let somebody in your life know that, you know what, this is what I want out of you. I don't need you to do it my way. I don't need you to vote for my thing or pay for my thing or whatever. I just need you to know that I'm here for you. I want to see what's in your heart too. Man, that's the beginning of true love. That's yeah. the beginning of friendship. And that's the beginning of a world that I want to live in. Amen. So let's start there. I want to thank you for being a part of this journey. This has been so much fun. I can't wait for you to see what's coming up next. we got lots of stuff. But for right now, please pick up a copy of the book. It's going to change things for you, I promise. Yep. But right now, let's take our opportunity to give. You can help support this church. And we are counting on you to help support this church by going to donate.waterandstonechurch.com. Let's say our blessing together. Together. God is my source, my unending supply. With this gift, I carry my gratitude into action. God's blessings flow through me and fill my world. I give and I live with radical joy. And so it is. Amen. Amen. We give thanks for those gifts of love and substance. We give thanks for the gift of your attention. I want you to know that you are not doing this alone. We're here for you. Please reach out as you do. We're, we want to know how it's going for you, but also know that you're not alone because together we pray as a family. Let's share in our dedication prayer. Together, God, I'm, I'm ready, ready for change. change. My, My heart, heart is open. I'm not afraid anymore. My life is in peace and, and on, on purpose. purpose. And so it is, and so it does, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now go show the world what love looks like today.
Hey, this is Dieter Randolph, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the lesson and hopefully for taking some time to apply what we talked about in your life. That's where this really happens. I love the idea that church isn't something that happens to you, but rather something that happens through you. What you do based on what you've heard can change your life and really change the world. This is just the beginning of a bigger journey. And if you want to continue your journey with us, I'd love for you to like and subscribe us on YouTube where you can watch the videos. Come join us in person. Our street address and all kinds of information is at our website, waterandstonechurch.com. All of that sort of thing. If you want to give electronically, that's where to do it. If you want to connect with us on social media, and you really should do that there, waterandstonechurch.com. Thank you for being a part of this work.